Hey, Mama. If you are a mom and are tired of the wash, rinse, repeat burnout cycle of motherhood, this podcast is for you. If you feel lonely and isolated in your motherhood journey, this podcast is for you. If you feel like you have completely lost your identity since your babies were born, this podcast is for you. If you feel like every other mom has it together except for you, this podcast is for you. My name is Amanda, and I'm a life coach dedicated to teaching every mom the tools she needs to liberate herself off the back burner. I am living proof that a woman can be present and loving to her kids while also being a whole ass person outside of being that kid's mom. The secret? Learning when to say fuck it. Hello. So I got called out today by one of my best friends <laughs> as to why there was no podcast last Saturday. And I was wait or Sunday, supposed to come out on Sunday. I was waiting for her to call me out. I knew she was going to. <laughs> um, totally fine. You know, it just happened. I had, it doesn't matter. I, it just didn't happen. I was about to make excuses and it doesn't really matter. Like I was about to say like, I'm just very busy, but busy is a state of mind. And that's actually going to be my next podcast. But she was just like, you owe me a middle of the week bonus episode. So here it is, Katie. Here's your middle of the week bonus episode <laughs> and everybody else, because this is actually like such great content. So for those of you have, who have not heard yet, I am running a free group coaching group this week called Burnout to Fuck It. And it has a private Facebook group where everyone can interact with each other and ask coaching questions. And we meet every single day uh, this week at 12 p.m. Central. So today is Thursday when I'm releasing this. Uh, most of you probably won't hear it until Friday, which isn't a problem because you still have the chance to join Friday Zoom chat, okay? And you also have a chance to join Saturday morning's Zoom chat because on Tuesday, I was dying of a stomach bug from hell <laughs> and I canceled my work day. So the session that was supposed to be Tuesday, we're rescheduling it uh, for Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Central. So there's still plenty of time. So this video that I am using for this podcast is... Um, something that I recorded for the group and it's just so good. And I was rewatching it, um, because I'm always like, uh, evaluating, um, so that I can become better and better at my craft. And so I was like sitting and rewatching videos of the group from this week and evaluating myself. And I was like, damn, this is fire. This one was good. I mean, they're all good, but <laughs> I really love this one. So I was like, this is actually a perfect one for the podcast. Um, so I'm I'm going to plop it on here. I'm just going to cut and paste and wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Um, so there are going to be like some date references in here that don't really make sense because I'm talking about how it's Wednesday and it's not Wednesday. Um, <laughs> and now you have three days to join the challenge and you don't, you have like two days, but still everything in here is so, so good. And it's stuff that I have wanted to bring onto the podcast for a while anyways. So I hope you enjoy it and there will 
be a podcast for this Sunday, Easter Sunday. Okay. I pinky promise. I love you guys. Come join the group if you haven't yet. And yeah, come get your brains like completely unfucked because I'm so serious when I say life coaching is the key to life. In my opinion, I know everyone has a different opinion on like what is the key to life. This is my opinion because it's my lived experience. It changed my life, forever changed my life. And I can be okay, emotionally okay in any circumstance. And if you aren't able to say the same, if you are still dependent on your circumstances going a certain way in order for you to feel okay, and you would like to stop living that way, sign up for a consult because I can help you. You don't have to live that way anymore. There's a different way and it is so freeing and liberating. And I want this feeling of liberation and freedom and contentment and joy for every single person. Schedule your consultation. You won't regret it. Worst case scenario is everything stays the same and you already know how to do this shitty life the way that you're doing it right now, right? What's the worst that could happen? That it stays the same. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Love you guys. Hello. So I guess everyone got caught up with life, which is totally fine, but I'm still going to record the content that I was going to share with you guys and post it in the Facebook group so you can rewatch it and let it sink in, let the learn something new, right? <laughs> so Another huge reason why, um, as to why moms are so burnt out all the time is decision fatigue. Um, because if you think about it, how many decisions do you have to make every single day, every day, and not just for yourself, it's for your partner, it's for the dog, it's for the cat, it's for, uh, all of your kids, however many you may have, it's for work decisions. It's, you know, all the extracurricular activity decisions. It's, it's overwhelming how many decisions that we have to make in a single day. Um, research shows that the average person makes about 35,000 decisions a day. Uh, but we have to be blowing that out of the water because of all of those reasons that I just said. i willing to bet that we make like 35,000 decisions before our morning poop. Like it's just insane. The shit that gets piled on our plate. Right. And so, and our brains literally aren't like, they don't do well. They just aren't wired to make so many choices all at once. And, um, choice overload also goes into this too. So the human brain does best with about three to five decisions, um, any less, and you're going to feel like you were kind of forced. You didn't really have many choices to choose from. So it doesn't really feel like you made a choice, but if it's more than five, your brain tends to get overwhelmed. I mean, all you have to do is just look at any man wandering around, uh, with a list in his hand from his wife, <laughs> wandering around the grocery store aisle, especially the baking aisle. Oh my God. It's hilarious. Right. Um, it's just choice overload. And it's why when, you know, we had a, 
our first baby and the baby got sick for the very first time, you freak the fuck out because you don't know what to do. There's way too many choices at hand. You can uh, let it ride out, see how the baby does, but they might die because, you know, it, obviously it's going to be death <laughs> or you can rush them to the emergency room or and call your mom and cry. Like just you have no idea what the fuck to do. And also you don't know what's wrong with the kid. It could be a cold. It could be cancer. It could be like COVID. It could be all these different things that <laughs> your brain just runs wild. And so when you combine decision fatigue and choice overload, it makes a hot mess express that looks a lot like us rocking Tuesday's messy bun on Friday and wearing the exact same yoga pants for an entire week and having the shirt that has like the jelly snot crusted stain on it because you didn't realize that it was dirty when you picked it up off the floor and uh, you forgot that it was orchestra day. You're snapping at everybody by 7 a.m. and you low key have to prevent yourself from not murdering your husband when he has the audacity to ask you what is for dinner. <laughs> but there are some very easy things that you can do in your life to alleviate decision fatigue and choice overload. So the first one is to, you just have to think of ways to eliminate the amount of decisions that you're making every single day. So what I like to do is batch my decision-making. So um, I will plan out my whole week. Some people even do like a whole month, like their, their overall overarching things. I just like to go a week at a time, plan out, a week, plan out the next week on the weekends um, and make the decision about what we're eating for dinner so that that decision's done. That decision that used to be a daily thing that I was making, you know, on the fly, after work, um, and I, my brain can't think of any options or because there are too many options. So my brain can't think of like what to make for dinner. Um, I make that all on, you know, Saturday or Sunday when I'm relaxed and it's not, it's not stressful. It's not pressing because people aren't hungry right fucking now. Right. Um, and it's done. I've even um, in the past done freezer meals, which I would really love to get back into the habit too, because it's just a really great way of batch decision-making. Um, I would do a whole month of freezer meals um, in about four or five hours of cooking, put them in Ziploc bags, put them in the freezer. And I don't have to think about dinner for a month. I just go to my freezer and I grab a bag. That's it. This is what's for dinner fuck you if you don't like it, kids. <laughs> um, and try to do this with all of the everyday little decisions, right? Like who's taking which kid to which activity, um, grocery shopping, when is that going to happen exactly? What do you need? And if you already have your meals planned out, it helps so much. Even like the clothes that you're going to wear. Um, there are presidents who are famous. I think it was Obama famous for just wearing the same fucking suit all the time because that was one decision that he did not have to make that day. And it sounds a little ludicrous, but it actually, it that in and of itself alleviates so much stress in your day-to-day -day life. It makes a huge difference. Um, I'm looking at my notes. And so 
Oh, yes. Start outsourcing decisions. Okay. The invisible workload is real. Women, the what it means to be like the woman of the household usually looks a lot like us carrying the mental load for everybody who we consider to be under our care. And I was careful in my wording of that because it, it extends farther than just the people in our house who live with us, right? Because a lot of us also make uh, carry the mental workload and make decisions and choices and stuff for our parents who are starting to get older. We feel that responsibility. Or if we're the oldest um, or seem, seemingly most responsible sibling, we are carrying the mental load for our siblings. Um, the list goes on and on. And when we do that to ourselves, first of all, we're robbing the other people from learning how to manage their own shit. We're not actually helping them do anything. We're just enabling them to never growing and changing. And we're burning ourselves out a lot. So outsource decisions, okay? The dog is sick and everyone's looking at you to be like, well, how are we going to fit a vet appointment in? Just look back at them, your husband, your partner, whoever it is that's helping you be like, I don't know, what's your idea? And then just be quiet. <laughs> if you have a partner or if their father is an active role in their life, if you're co-parenting, you're separated, but they're an active role in, in the kids' lives, make it an actually active role, okay? You don't have to be the only one who is you know, staying on top of sports and dance and, you know, stuff, registrations and all of the rehearsals and how are we going to get there? And like all of that, that doesn't actually have to be all on you. They will act stupid at first. This is normal, normal reaction, especially from the male species, <laughs> but they're going to be fine. We learned how to do it. And so can they, okay. Men like to come back at us with the whole like, well, women are just so much more naturally better at this. There's naturally better at emotions and they're just naturally better at organizing and, you know, cooking and just all that stuff. Fuck you. No, I didn't come out of the womb like this. I cried a lot as I learned through trial and error how to do this and how to stay on top of all of this stuff, right? They can do it too. Um, and also make your kids responsible for as many of their choices as they can. So an example of this is I don't make lunches for my kids anymore, including the kindergartner. Okay. I have trained all of them on, you know, the basics of making a fucking sandwich and throwing snacks from the pantry in there and a fruit from the fridge. <laughs> they know how to do it. And I'm like, look, the decision on whether you're going to have hot lunch or cold lunch is a hundred percent on you going forward. If you don't like the pizza calzone and you're, you know, you find out that that's, what's going to be for lunch tomorrow, then you dear sweet child that I love so much are going to have to make your own fucking lunch, preferably the night before, because y'all don't wake up in the morning. Um, but it's on you. Okay. And when they're flailing around in the morning, 
losing their shit because they forgot to pack a lunch again, but it's time to go. I don't give in at all. We're still getting in the car. We're still going right now. So sorry. You are going to have to suffer through the pizza calzone or starve. But again, your choice, your choice, child. You do have a choice. Um, one of my best friends <laughs> has coined the phrase, uh, your emerge, wait, no, your lack of planning will not become my emergency. <laughs> I use it all the time now. I love it. I love her so much. But when you're sitting down and you're planning your week out or your next day out, however you want to handle it, plan your me time first. Because if you don't, you will continue in the habit of bending yourself around everything else that comes up. And that's why we're here to change habits like that, because we don't want to feel tired anymore. We don't want to feel held to everyone else's expectations. We don't want to just exist anymore, right? That's why you signed up for this. That's why we're here. So to start getting yourself out of the habit of bending around everybody else, plan your me time first. You get to have me time every single day. You don't have to hide away in the bathroom. You don't have to earn it. You just do it because you're a human and you need that. You don't have to explain why you need it. You don't have to sit down with your partner and be like, look, I'm really stressed out and all of this, all of these reasons, all of these reasons, all of, no, you just are going to take it. Okay. Plan it out. That means for the rest of this week, um, today's Wednesday. Yes. So for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, y'all are going to write in your planners for the burnout to fuck it zoom. So you can catch it live. You can be here with me in this energy, in this prioritizing yourself and, uh, oh God, what is the word? Abundance. That was the word I'm looking for this abundance mentality and this energy, and you can get coaching like immediately one-on-one -on -one right here. Not one, like I will talk to you individually is what I mean. Um, and you're doing that for yourself. It doesn't matter if you haven't shown up to any of them yet. Don't let your perfectionist brain take you at, like rob you of the, of the option to like be here for three more days. There's still three more days. Okay. It's fine. There's no right way to do this. There's no wrong way to do this. Just show up for yourself. Okay. If you didn't do that today yet, yet it's not over. The day is not over. What small thing can you do just for you today? Wednesday, April 5th. And then for tomorrow and Friday and Saturday, intentionally set it out in your calendar, block out that time and be ruthless in protecting that time. Because once you determine that you are going to make yourself a priority and you are going to take care of yourself, you have to be ruthless in protecting that. So I'm going to share one more fascinating fact with you. 
there was a research done by the Journal of Consumer Research. They did a study on um, the the verbiage used in some and the verbiage used and how it affected the result someone wanted when they were trying to achieve a goal. So um, most of us will decline someone asking us for something by saying, oh, I can't, right? We're just like, I would love to do that thing that I actually don't want to do, but I can't. Um, but they split participants into three different groups. And the first group was told to use the language, I can't miss my workouts. So if someone, they were all had the goal of working out more consistently. And um, so the first group was told to say, I can't. The second group said, I will not miss my workouts. And the third group said, I don't miss my workouts. The group, the first group, the I can't group, only 10% um, in that group achieved their goal of working out more consistently. And then the I will not miss my workouts group, 30% of them achieved their goal of working out more consistently. But 80% of the people in the group who said, I don't miss my workouts, achieved their goal. It's such a small shift, right? It's, it's, it seems almost insignificant, but it's in the numbers. It's right there. It makes a huge difference because your thoughts are driving your feelings, which create you create your actions, which create your results. It all starts with your thoughts and the group who was saying, I can't, they're not fully committed to their, to, to them first. They're only like, they're, they're faking it. They're actually committed to people pleasing and they're hoping that the other person is going to let them off the hook. But if that other person comes back and challenges it at all, they give in. The group that said, I will not miss my workouts. They're only partially committed to themselves. They're still partially committed to people pleasing. And so again, they get any resistance, they cave. But the ones who say, I don't, like, I just don't do that right? It's the same if you're not a smoker. You're like, I don't smoke, period. End of story. You don't. I don't drink. I don't stay out later than 11 p.m. I, I just don't do these things because it's just not who I am. That is what I want for each and every one of you. I don't miss my me time. I don't put myself on the back burner. I don't. I don't, I don't, because that's the only way that you're going to have lasting change. I will see you all tomorrow. I hope that you are having a great Wednesday. Um, and if you have any questions or you are struggling with something or a thought keeps popping up, please post it into the group. I'm here for you this week, every day. You guys can always reach out to me, but this week it's for you. So utilize this group. It doesn't matter how stupid that you think your struggle is or your question is, or your, your thought is, I want to hear it. It's not stupid. And I bet you everyone else in the group is struggling with something similar. Love you guys. See you tomorrow.
Are you living your best wild one life? You're not? Why the fuck not? What are you waiting for? The time to live is now, mama. Click the link in my show notes to set up your free 30-minute coaching and consultation so you can experience how life coaching can change your life. You've put yourself off long enough. It's time to pour into you. Join the community of Fuck It Moms by following me on Instagram and Facebook at Fuck It Mothering. That's fuck without the U. So F-C-K it mothering. Make sure you subscribe to my channel so you never miss your weekly encouragement and please rate, review, comment, and share. All of these things help with the algorithms so that way when other overwhelmed moms are looking for encouragement, they can find me. Every month, I give away one of my favorite books to a lucky winner. All you have to do to enter is write a review or tag me in social media when you share an episode. See you next Sunday, gorgeous.